The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this our freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. Listen to this. Headline reads, what is the difference? Well... Ah, okay, there you go. Um, uh, the police have destroyed drugs worth 800 million. Oh, oh, my heart just... 800 million rand during policing operations in Johannesburg on Thursday. National Commissioner of the South African Police Service, SAPS, General Fani Masimula, presided over the destruction of drugs, which included cocaine, heroin, mandrex, and marijuana. Marijuana? Weed, too? National Police Spokesperson Brigadier Athlenda Mate said this is the third drug destruction process in, fi- in this financial year, with the most recent destruction having taken place in Cape Town in September. Quote, In the 2022-2023 financial year, 20.8 tons of drugs with a street value of 2 billion rand was also destroyed. That's what Athlinda Matis said. (laughs) I don't know if you're listening to these numbers. They're shocking just reading the numbers. The amount of money that could be regulated like gambling. My goodness. Right. Our question for this is, how can the faith or spiritual community help deal with the drug issue in South Africa? How can the faith or spiritual community help deal with the drug issue in South Africa? Joining us now to give us some perspective, to give us some understanding on the matter we're talking about right now. Hey, where is, where is, there you go. Sheikh Abraham Charles. Imam of District 6 Mosque. Good evening, Sheikh. Good evening to you. Welcome and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening. Assalamu alaikum to you and uh, good evening to all the listeners out there as well. Thank you. Hope you're having a good evening, especially after the books have won. Um, But our our thoughts and our hearts and our minds are still with the people who are suffering all around the world. We ask that the Almighty grant peace to them and relieve them of all their ailments. Indeed, indeed. Thank you very much. Yes, still, congratulations. We should not stop saying congratulations to the Republic for having such a, an, a remarkable team, the Springboks. Outstanding, outstanding team. But that's not what we're talking about today. We'll hear more mm. about that during uh, our sports um, team uh, sports show tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to listening to that commentary. Um, all right, we're talking about drugs there, Sheikh. We have a mm-hmm. situation in South Africa um, when we talk about drugs, it seems as though it's something that is not as in the face of South Africans like poverty, like uh, GBV, 
like uh, the Gini coefficient, which is disparate in this country, but drugs seem to be a silent killer. What is your take on the drug situation in South Africa? Well, residing in Cape Town, um, I can tell you that it is definitely in your face. And the, what's sad is, and I think you alluded to that, is that it affects many of the other issues that we have. I mean, when we look at the stats, and you know, stats are very important. Um, in South Africa, drug, uh, drugs generally have twice uh, the normal amount in, in other countries. Uh, in terms of drug usage and drug issues, we have twice the amount that, that normally have in, in other countries. And 15% of South Africa um, is on, uh, has some issues with substance abuse. And um, just to give us uh, more perspective, 60%, according to, to SAPS, 60% of all crimes committed in South Africa, maybe more than, maybe that's conservative, is um, affected by substance abuse. And so this is, this is the issue that we have and we're, we're dealing with. But as people of the, um, of the class and people of faith, we often you know, turn towards faith to be able to solve difficult situations and look for guidance. And I think this is, this is a, a good point to start at, is to look at our faith and find out where does this actually fit. And we find that many people, it, it might be like, you know, that uh, imams and priests and rabbis speak about um, drugs and, and uh, substance abuse after the issue has taken place already. Mm. But in terms of preventative issues, this is something where we need to, be, we need to head on. Um, and I know you, you, you're very knowledgeable when it comes to um, the Islamic faith. So, you know, the concept of generally we know that alcohol is not permissible or not permissible in Islam. It's haram, right? so there yes. Is a, yeah, it's haram. Mm. But this, this word, the, the, the haram concept, right, is doesn't only, you know, is not only confined to alcohol. Mm. Instead, it's intoxicants in any form. Okay. So, and this is not always, you know, pushed, you know, by, um, by many scholars. Right? And, and whether it's uh, the, um, the imams or the rabbis or the priests, they don't always push this concept that all drugs, whether it's um, uh, cannabis or whether it's um, you know, hard drugs, this needs to be pushed that, um, that all of these are considered to be intoxicants. Okay. And the intoxicant concept is haram, whether okay. it's in Islam or yeah, any other yeah, faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, what can be done? What is it that can be done by faith communities to eradicate this problem? Well, I, I think we, we need to start from, 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 um, from, from the text itself, analyze the text. And you know, the usage of, of words are so important. And we've seen in the media how the media has used words to be able to influence you know, thought. So in the same way, we need to actually identify what those words are. And um, things people know, you know, you get the Ten Commandments, you get commandments, you get, you know, things are permissible. But we don't always push the fact that drugs, whether it is um, intoxicating you in a big amount or mm. in a small amount, that it's not permissible according to your faith. Yeah. Um, and you, for example, the, the, the concept of haram in Islam yeah. is, um, is evident when it comes to alcohol and when it comes to pork. Mm. You know, some people, you know, that they'll, they'll smoke weed, they'll go on mandrakes or tuk or... Um, or even use uh, heroin, mm. but where they won't eat pork necessarily, because that concept has been embedded in their mind already that it, that pork is haram, for yeah. example. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's it's, this, it's that type of education that we need to have at the grassroots level 
to be able to change the perception in, in what is permissible and what is not permissible. You know the assumption that I usually make, and this is bad on my part, to make these mm-hmm. assumptions that when you go to mosques, when you go to temples or churches or uh, any places of worship, these things are taught. Uh, unlike the Christians, or uh, you guys have a word for it. You're saying it's haram. I understand that's an, an Arabic word that means it is not permissible. Uh, my curiosity is, is it not already being taught already? Because my question was, what can be done? Which means mm. something that is not being done currently. Is it not being uh, taught? I think, uh, no, I think it is being taught, but maybe not in the best possible manner. So the, the, the alcohol bit has already been there because what, what's normally done is is we get direct translation. We don't yeah. really get explanation. Okay. So um, the word khamar, right, in, yeah. in the Arabic language, uh, technically, it could refer to to alcohol specifically, yeah. But also more than that, it includes also um, your you know, anything that intoxicates, anything yeah. that takes away your your, your intellect and your uh, your inhibitions. Yeah. So um, and this is what needs to be taught to people. This is the type of message. So once again, it's it's the usage of words and educating people fully from from grassroots levels all the way up. Yeah. And I think when we start with that, then we can actually you know begin to see what the impact is. Because now you, you have your young child that's growing up in maybe in a township area or wherever he's growing up. Yeah. And um, he's been taught that, you know, these things are not permissible. So he won't go near those things or you'll be a bit more hesitant. But as for when it comes to, to Dacha or like, you know, um, uh, maybe trying new drugs and, and, so, and so on, you know, that they'll be a bit more OK with that. Um, so this is something that we that this is the first step that I think we that there needs to be done. All right. So what 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 do we do? What can we do um, so that we can mobilize people to focus on this, particularly in your area in the Western Cape, which appears to be uh, the drug capital of South Africa. I'm not quite sure if that's a matter of fact, but that's where mm-hmm. they are saying they destroyed the most amount of drugs. How do we? mobilize people of faith, leaders such as yourselves, to refocus their attention on eradicating the use of narcotics? Um, I, I think it needs to be a joint um, um, you know, um, project, okay, right? Okay. So not only um, amongst the, like the imams and the Muslims, but if, we, if we're starting from there, Right, and I'm speaking maybe just for the imams and the mashayikh. Yeah, yeah. Right, then maybe the, they need to come together as a as a unit, right, and say, listen, from from here on out, maybe for this next month, mm. we can have drug awareness month. Yeah. Right, and we pull out all the scriptures telling us, and uh, we find within the Quran yeah, and yeah. In the Sunnah, right, yeah. both the both the scripture and the, the 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 method and example of the prophet that these things are not permissible. Yeah. And once that is told, once again from the grassroots, it'll filter out into the into the larger community. Yeah. Then, or because I mean, generally we have that respect from the community. People actually listen; they want to listen. Yeah. But if you're not giving them the, you know, what's what's needed by the community, then it becomes difficult. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to that happening. Are you going to be doing that, or are you just saying it because you're in the radio, Sheikh? No, 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 no. This is definitely something that we need to look at. I mean, for the past few weeks, it's um, the 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 theme has been um, um, obviously Palestine. You know, things happening in Palestine, yes, things yes. happening in the world. Yes. But um, we also have our own battles here in South Africa, yeah. and as you mentioned, you know, with the, with the statistics being given with gangsterism and yeah. drugs, it, it's a war zone very often in South Africa. Some yes. of the statistics here are, are worse than some of the war-torn countries. Yeah. So. It's a battle that we're going through here as well. And as people of faith, this is what we need to look towards. We need to find within our faith, within our scriptures, 
right? Um, yeah. The answers to, the, to, these solution, uh, to, to these issues. And right. we can find the solutions to them in our scriptures. When you finally get around to doing it, please invite me. I'd like to be there and witness it happening. If you're going to be talking about it, please invite me. I'd love to see that happening. All right, Sheikh. This coming Friday, you're more than welcome to join me. You're going to be you speaking about visit it? Visit us. I'll be speaking about this Friday. Come, come, come around to the mosque. I'm inviting a special invitation to you. Um, wait, and that, everyone else who wants to attend. Wait, when you say this Friday, you mean in District 6 in Cape Town? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm in Joburg. <laughs> I think, Cape Town's I, the place to be. You know it. Okay. You know it. <laughs> okay. And plus, apparently, I heard that the Springboks are doing their tour this Friday Yes. Um, in, in Cape Town. So, you know, there's another reason to be here. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll keep in contact, see if I can make a turn in Cape Town. <laughs> but I still need to be in Joburg from work. Ask the radio station to sponsor your, your trip. Oh, this radio station? Please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you coming through, Sheikh. I appreciate you coming through to talk to us. appreciate your time. Okay, fine. Uh, just one more thing. One, can I just say, say one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the discussion should also extend towards people who are on, currently on drugs. Yeah. Right? Because we have a lot of rehabilitation centers here in, Southern, in, in Cape Town who are run by, you know, the, with, with a Muslim ethos, yeah. Islamic ethos. And it's actually interesting to see what they produce and um, what their statistics are like, what, what their recovery rate is. Um, so, um, and I've been to a few of these places already, you know, getting the mindset of the youth and finding out why people have actually turned to drugs. So maybe that can be an extension on the program in the future. Got it, got it, got it. Thank you very got much, it. Sheikh. All right, no Sheikh problem. Ibrahim no Charles, Imam of the District 6 Mosque. Thank you.